0: Remember when Donald Trump was in office and he bragged about sharing national defense information with the Russians? I want to show you that post. Then I want to compare that to the motions to dismiss that Donald Trump just filed before Judge Eileen Cannon. There's an eerie similarity there. Then I want to take a look at the motions and paperwork that Special Counsel Jack Smith has been filing in his oppositions to Donald Trump's claim of absolute presidential immunity, where the examples given by Special Counsel Jack Smith seem less and less like mere hypotheticals and actual things that the government believes that Donald Trump has done and will be doing. Here's the post that Donald Trump made on May 16, 2017, after meeting with Russian foreign minister Sergey Lavrov as well as Russian ambassador to the United States Sergey Kislyak. Donald Trump shared national defense information with them, he's believed to have shared information about the military capabilities of other countries that are allies with the United States as well as America's national defense capabilities. And Donald Trump said the following. He posted it on Twitter at the time. He wrote, as president, I wanted to share with Russia at an openly scheduled White House meeting, which I have the absolute right to do, facts pertaining to terrorism and airline flight safety, humanitarian reasons, plus I want Russia to greatly step up their fight against ISIS and terrorism. So there, Donald Trump is just saying that. But notice the language that he uses there. He says, I have the absolute right to do. So looking at this post from May 16, 2017, it says, if Donald Trump even then is beginning to establish his defense of absolute presidential immunity to do whatever the heck he thinks he should do, including give our national defense information over to Russia. Fast forward, the FBI conducts a search warrant or executes a search warrant at Mar-a-Lago. They find all of these classified records that Donald Trump and his lawyers previously claimed that they returned. Um, And what does Donald Trump's lawyers then say? Well, their first thing is to blame the FBI. Remember, they said the FBI planted these documents. Remember they said that at first? This is Donald Trump's lawyer. I'll show you just Alina Hobbin, Christina Bob, his lawyer saying that. Here, play this clip.
1: Oh, uh, I, I don't think that there was actually anything there that's worthwhile. Uh, we'll see what they come up with. You know, If they did, it'll be interesting, especially since they precluded me from actually watching what they did. But, but at this point, I don't necessarily think that they would even go to the extent of trying to plant information. I think they just make stuff up and you know come up with whatever they want and th- I, I, that's the way that they will have to proceed in order to actually try to indict the president because they, they don't have anything They're, there's just nothing there
0: play another clip this is a joke
1: this is mem- memento and quite honestly i'm concerned that they may have planted something you know at this point who knows i don't trust the government and that's a very frightening thing as an american if i didn't want to be an american and go to another this is third world stuff we've heard it this is cuba this is this is not our country people
0: are saying okay. So that was what they were saying at first, that this was planted, The evidence, this is planted by the FBI. And then Donald Trump started basically saying no, when it was clear that the FBI actually was able to find this national defense information that Donald Trump was hiding, including the military capabilities of foreign countries, um, nuclear secrets, uh, other military capabilities of the United States. Then Donald Trump said, no, I have the absolute right to do whatever I want with it. I can do whatever I want with it um, and I could take it. And Donald Trump went on Fox, he went on other so-called town halls and that's what he was saying. Let me just give you some examples of that here. Play this clip. For, For decades, the
1: I, can't, I can't imagine you ever saying, um, bring me some of the boxes that we brought back from the White House, I'd like to look at them. Did you ever do that? I would have the right to do that. There's nothing wrong with but it. But I know you, I don't think you would do well, it. Well, I don't have a lot of time, but I would have the right to do that, right. I would do that. They'd be, all right, they'd let me watch. move on. I mean, okay. Remember this. Yeah. This is the Presidential Records Act. I have the right to take stuff. Do you know that they ended up paying Richard Nixon, I think, $18 million for what he had? They did the Presidential Records Act. I have the right to take stuff. I have the right to look at stuff. But they have the right to talk, and we have the right to talk. This would have all been worked out. All of a sudden, they raided Mar a Lago, viciously raided Mar a Lago. I have tape. And I gave them tapes, you know, I gave them tapes of storage areas. I gave it to them. I could have held that back. I wasn't holding anything back that I cared about. I gave them tape. But you know the tape they don't want me to reveal? If possible, they've asked me and I've, I've so far adhered to it. The RAID itself, we have- Wait a we minute.
0: Have, I'll take that tape and I'll would, air that tape.
1: Everybody would take that tape. Let me
0: give you another example of that. Here, I could show you dozens of examples like this. I'm just gonna show you this other example. Play the clip. They indicted me. They think of it.
1: You don't have to be a lawyer to understand those words. That's very uh, simple as it gets. They indicted me. In other words, whatever documents a president decides to take with him, he has the absolute and unquestioned right to do so. This is a law that was passed and signed. And
0: that's the law, and that's the way it is, and it couldn't be more clear. And I will. Okay, now remember what special counsel Jack Smith has been arguing in his various paperwork in the Washington, D.C. federal criminal case before Donald Trump made the absolute presidential immunity argument and the uh, Presidential Records Act argument before federal judge Eileen Cannon in the Southern District of Florida. When Donald Trump made those arguments before federal judge Tanya Chuckin, which he lost before Judge Chuck, and he lost in the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Special Counsel Jack Smith said the following, in his view, meaning in Donald Trump's view, a court should treat a president's criminal conduct as immune from prosecution as long as it takes the form of correspondence with a state official about a matter in which there is a federal interest, a meeting with a member of the executive branch, or a statement on a matter of public concern. That approach would grant immunity from criminal prosecution to a president who accepts a bribe in exchange for directing a lucrative government contract to the payer. A president who instructs the FBI director to plant incriminating evidence on a political enemy, a president who orders the National Guard to murder his most prominent critics, or a president who sells nuclear secrets to a foreign adversary because in each of these scenarios, the president could assert that he was simply executing the law or communicating with the Department of Justice or discharging his powers as commander-in-chief or engaging in foreign diplomacy. Take what special counsel Jack Smith wrote there. Compare it to Donald Trump's post in May of 2017. On May 16, 2017, I read it at the outset of this video, Donald Trump said, As president, I wanted to share with Russia at an openly scheduled White House meeting, which I have the absolute right to do, facts pertaining to terrorism and airline safety, humanitarian reasons, plus I want to greatly step up their fight against ISIS and terrorism. By the way, the meeting was done in secret, after there was a photo op that Russia used as propaganda to undermine our democracy here. They allowed a Russian translator to be there. No American journalist, no American translator in the room, as the Russian leaders were basically openly mocking and laughing at Donald Trump and receiving, according to Donald Trump, this national defense information, which he should not share, but he claimed that he has the absolute right to do sleep is the foundation of our mental and physical health when you are sleeping well you can perform at your best mentally and physically proper sleep can also increase focus boost energy and improve your mood introducing beams dream powder a science packed healthy hot cocoa for sleep if you know me you know that dream has been a game changer for my sleep. Sometimes I find myself up at night in bed with my thoughts and uneasiness. Well, that was the case until I started drinking Beam's Dream Powder. Prior to Beam's Dream Powder, the poor sleep and late night staying up really affected my mood and energy, but not anymore. And today, our listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder, are science-backed Healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Now available in delicious flavors like chocolate peanut butter, cinnamon cocoa, and sea salt caramel with only 15 calories and zero grams of sugar. Better sleep has never tasted better. Other sleep aids can cause next day grogginess, but Dream contains a powerful, powerful, all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, melatonin, and nano-CBD to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. The numbers don't lie. In a clinical study, 93% of participants reported dream helped them get better sleep. Beam Dream is easy to add to your nighttime routine. Just mix Dream into hot water or milk, froth, and enjoy before bed. Find out why Forbes and New York Times are all talking about Beam and why it's trusted by the world's top athletes and business professionals. If you want to try Beam's, Best-selling dream powder. Get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com/midas and use code MIDAS at checkout. That's shop dot slash m e i d a s and use the code MIDAS for up to 40% off. And now. Back to the show. So now we take a look at the motions that Donald Trump filed this past week. At the end of the week, he filed uh, before Judge Eileen Cannon in the Mar-a-Lago document case. Multiple motions to dismiss, but the two I want to talk about here right now is a motion to dismiss under the Presidential Records Act, and the other one is a motion to dismiss on absolute presidential immunity grounds. When you kind of combine them together, what is Donald Trump arguing there? Trump is arguing that he intentionally took the classified documents the nationally the national security informations highly sensitive stuff nuclear codes military capabilities other highly sensitive information he says that he essentially declassified it telepathically he doesn't have to tell anybody about it there doesn't need to be a paper trail but not only that but he turned it into he claims his own personal property donald trump claims that under the presidential records act that he can classify anything as presidential or personal and he declared these nuclear codes and, and nuclear information rather and this and these other military capabilities as his own personal property and then intentionally sent it to Mar-a-Lago where he could hold on and keep it. And as we know from before, Donald Trump said that he has the absolute right, he believes, to do whatever he wants to do and share anything with Russia. Folks, it was all staring us right in the face here. I do want to read for you this great piece that's written by Empty Wheel, at Empty Wheel, does a great job breaking this down. And Here in this article, they talk about the various times we know that Donald Trump has compromised our national security. These are the ones that we know about with sharing classified information. For example, it says he undoubtedly gave Israel's counterterrorism secrets to Russia. Why and whether there was a quid pro quo involved, we still do not know. And likely gave other national defense information over to Sergei Lavrov as well as Sergei Kislyak. And again, the fact that that's just for the media, well, whatever, whatever, I guess he just giving our national defense information to Russia, I mean, is beyond absurd. He's known to have tweeted out highly sensitive satellite information uh, it says here, to dickwag Iran, um, with the result that Iran learned about the satellites targeting their country. To spite Mark Milley, he showed a plan to attack Iran to Mark Meadows' ghostwriters. And by the way, we have that on audio recording. Let me just play that for you right here. These
1: are bad,
0: sick people.
1: That, but- was, that was your cue, you know? against you. Well, it started right at the end. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, Oh." you were going to try to do a... No, they they were trying to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying to overthrow your life. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this, this is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at him. This was him. This wasn't done by me, this was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff it's pages long. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's oh see here. Yeah. <laughs> I just found isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. mm mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential secret. (laughs) This is secret information. (laughs) But look, look at this. You attack, and Hillary would print that out all the time. (laughs) You know, she'd send it to Anthony Weiner, the pervert. By the way, isn't that incredible? Yeah. I was just saying because we were talking about it, (laughs) and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what. It's, These are the papers. This well, was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I but, think we can probably, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to De-classify. figure out a. a yeah. See, as president, I could have de less. Yeah. Uh, now I can't, you know, but this is cool. Yeah, classy. now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. I mean, it's so. I'm, look, we're here. And you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe it's you. It's incredible. Right. No, hey, bring they some uh, bring some it, cokes it in, please.
0: Ongoing reporting, first from ABC and then from New York Times, reveals that after Australian billionaire Anthony Pratt paid millions for access to Trump, Trump shared details of a conversation he had about a call he had with Iraq's president after bombing Iraq, described his perfect phone call with Vladimir Zelensky and provided sensitive details of America's nuclear subs. And he's accused of leaving nuclear documents, documents that Trump lawyers may have reviewed for the first time last week in unsecure ways, in his beach resort, possibly even in his gaudy bathroom. And of course, you see the photographs of those documents that are everywhere. And now Donald Trump is saying that's his personal property that belongs to him. And this was his intention all along. I mean, he's putting that in his motion that that's what he intends to do. And by the way, here um, was a, a press conference that he had held also, where he said that he can order SEAL Team 6 to basically kill his political adversary, and he believes he would be protected by absolute presidential immunity. Play this clip. If you agree with your lawyers, what they
1: said on Tuesday, that you should not be prosecuted or could not be prosecuted if you
0: ordered SEAL Team 6 to kill a political officer?
1: Well, you're talking about a totally different case, the immunity, I say this, on immunity, very simple. If a president of the United States does not have immunity, he'll be totally ineffective because he won't be able to do anything because it will mean he'll be prosecuted, strongly prosecuted perhaps, uh, as soon as he leaves office by his by the opposing party.
0: Folks, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or, it, you know, you, you probably just barely need to pass a cognitive exam in order to put these connections together. Donald Trump in the White House, in the office, sharing national defense information, saying that he has an absolute right to do it. Donald Trump taking the documents. We know about instances where he has already shared them, and now his argument is that they're his, and he has the absolute right to do it. We know from special counsel Jack Smith's examples that are enumerated in the uh, filings by Jack Smith that Donald Trump believes that a president who sells nuclear secrets to a foreign adversary um, and someone who orders the National Guard to murder his prominent critics um, would say that that would be entitled to absolute presidential immunity because that would just be conducting foreign policy. Um, And you have all of the examples that I just shared with you of where Donald Trump's actually said these things, where he's talked about these things. It's it's all staring us in the face. So the question is, do we want to acknowledge it? Do we want to admit it? And when Donald Trump's saying that these classified documents are his personal information, you go through documents one through 32, and it's like, list of nuclear secrets, list of military capabilities of this country. The documents he kept on to were military capabilities of foreign nations. Of course, and nuclear capabilities. He knew what he was holding on to. Special counsel Jack Smith knows what's up. He knows what Trump was trying to do. We could acknowledge this danger or we could ignore it and cover our eyes and close our ears um, at our own peril. I'm Ben Micellis. This is the of Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 3 million subs. Thank you.